right, let's do this. How are you, what the fuckers? What the fuck, buddies? What the fuckadelics? What's happening? How's everything going? Are we all right? Are you all right out there? Today, I talked to Davine Joy Randolph. She is awesome. Nominated for Best Supporting Actress at the Academy Awards and the SAG Awards for her performance in The Holdovers. She's already won the Golden Globe this year. But you might know her from uh, Only Murders in the Building. Dolomite is my name. She was in that. Empire. She plays Mahalia Jackson in the new movie Rustin, which is a great movie. Learn something. I find I watch movies, especially these historical biopics, and I'm like, I didn't know any of that. I kind of knew who that guy was, but why not know the story? If you're not going to read it, watch the movie. Here's some tour dates for you. Largo. These are L.A. dates. I'm at Largo on the 28th of this month, and I'm, I'm at the Elysian the next night on February 29th. That's a Thursday. Portland, Maine. I'm at the State Theater on Thursday, March 7th. Medford, Massachusetts at the Chevalier Theater on Friday, March 8th. Tickets are running out. Providence, Rhode Island at the Strand Theater on Saturday, March 9th. Terrytown, New York at the Terrytown Music Hall on Sunday, March 10th. Atlanta, Georgia. I'm at the Buckhead Theater on Friday, March 22nd. Boise, Idaho. Going to fly there from Atlanta. Just added. I'm at the Egyptian Theater on Saturday, March 23rd as part of Comedy Fort at the Tree Fort Music Fest. Madison, Wisconsin at the Barrymore Theater. Wednesday, April 3rd, Milwaukee, Wisconsin at the Turner Hall Ballroom on Thursday, April 4th. Chicago at the Vic Theater on Friday, April 5th. Minneapolis at the Pantages Theater on Saturday, April 6th. Austin, Texas at the Paramount Theater, April 18th as part of the Moon Tower Comedy Festival. Go to WTFPod.com slash tour for dates. I'm adding more dates in the fall. Maybe somebody will shoot this and put it on television. We'll see what happens. We'll see. I feel so, how, how can I explain it to you? I, I feel lardy today. Is that, that's not a good word. I feel thick, thick today. I had a massive vegan dinner last night. And sometimes if you're not careful and you go out for the vegan dinner, you'll starch it up, man. You will fucking carb it up, starch it up. I went to this new place, which happened to be fucking amazing. And I guess there's, a dearth, is that the word? A dearth of vegan restaurants here in uh, Los Angeles. But I'd been meaning to go to this place because I'd look up vegan restaurants in my neighborhood and it would always come up. It's called B. Wally's Vegan AF. B. Wally's, B-E-E-W-L-I-S, Vegan AF, as fuck. And it has, has all these stars and I just never went. And I went last night. And it was fucking amazing. Very eclectic menu. They had everything from like, you know, they have falafels. They had chicken gyro. They had uh, kebabs. They had paratha bread, vegan paratha bread. They had a couple of Indian dishes, chicken tikka masala and uh, chana masala. Awesome. Awesome curry. They had uh, burgers. They had these curry fries. So I ate. With Kit, we had one of each of those. Big basket of fries with curry all over them. Some chicken uh, gyro, which they use this amazing fake chicken. And you know what? Most chicken is fake. I mean, I was thinking about it. I can't remember chicken with flavor. Was there a day? Like you get a chicken breast 
Is there flavor to it? There's texture, maybe a little flavor. Not much flavor if there's no skin. And I realize this is just as good. And I don't even think about, I don't even think about the real meat anymore. And you know what? I think it is elevated. I always had a sensitivity to the animals, but boy, man, if I really think about it, I've gotten so incredibly weirdly uh, on some, well, who doesn't? Monsters. Monsters don't have empathy for the animals, but I'm very sensitive. I, like I told you before, I can't. Some movies I can't watch because I'm thinking about the dog that died or the horse that died. When, when did that happen to me? Does it have to do with the vegan frequency? Because that's not why I got into it. I got nothing against meat eaters per se. I ate meat my whole life. But like, I can't even think about fish, but it's not about hurting the fish. I don't know what it is about fish. I don't, sometimes I'll crave a canned fish, some sort of a sardine or mackerel or a, 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 some kind of smoked clam. But I don't think about regular fish because I just think like, I don't, there was some, I just think about the ocean. I think about the water. I think about the filth. But I'm sorry to say that I don't, I don't really acknowledge the fish as a sentient being. Chickens, you know, pigs, man, the pigs, they're smart. We all know that. But look, I'm not making a, this is no guilt fest. I Look, eat, eat all the meat you want, but I just can't, I don't know, something shifting in me about it. It wasn't ethical to begin with. My intent now seems to be moving in that direction. So look, I went to the doc. I went to the orthopedic doctor. My dad was an orthopedic doctor. I always feel better. I'm one of those weird people that I feel uh, feel better in a doctor's office sometimes. I'm like, ah, look at it. It's like dad. It's like dad when he, he knew what he was doing and had control of things. It's like dad in the environment where he he really was grounded and not too crazy. Look, I'm like, it's like, it's like when I went to my dad's office, he broke my foot and he broke my leg and he set them badly. Not saying he was a bad doctor, but I don't know. doesn't matter. No resentment. Everything's fading away. Resentments are fading away. But I did go to a Dr. Wang. Yes. Um, foot doctor, orthopedic. And my fear was that I would need surgery. And we did the x-ray and I looked at the x-ray and they didn't look great to me. I, I saw the, uh, the nurse bring them up on the screen. I'm like, eh, that doesn't look like it's uh, working out because I know how to read an x-ray. And then the doc came in and he's like, yeah, it's, uh, it's, fill it's filling in. It's cloudy. It looks a little better than I thought it would look. And I'm like, great. What happens now? He's like, well, if it keeps up like this, uh, three weeks and you can uh, take the boot off. And I'm like, but I have to keep wearing the boot, right? He's like, yep, round the clock, keep wearing it. And I was like, you know how much it stinks, right? He's like, yeah, that happens. So good news. Good news. Don't need surgery as of this time. Three weeks. Take off the boot. See how it looks. And uh, hopefully I'll be back in business. And if you're wondering about the stench, the gangrenous, fungusy stench of my boot that I spray down 
with bowling alley shoe spray uh, when I can and change my sock carefully. If you're wondering about the status of that, I ordered another boot. So now I got a nice, fresh smelling boot on. I washed that other one. I was obsessed with it. I was excited about it. I was, I've been looking forward to it for two days. I had to fight the impulse to wash it and walk around on my heel. I didn't want to jeopardize my foot. So I got a new shoe. And now I can go back and forth and clean these fuckers. So that's, uh, that's the good news. That's, that's, that's the good news in the world today. I don't need surgery as of right now. I do know that I've been a little nuts. I've been exercising as best I can because the fear of not exercising and not getting the dopamine shift and also the fear of processing curry fries, hummus, paratha, chicken gyro, basmati rice into directly into something that hangs over my uh, Adida snap-up pants. It's terrifying. So I've been doing that. I've been working out and God damn, I wish I could let go of some of these issues that have plagued me my entire life. And some of you might be thinking, well, Mark, why don't you use uh, your therapist? Don't, don't think I don't. Why don't you just, uh, you, you know, why don't you, you change your way of thinking? Easier said than done. Why don't you just let it go? When can I let it? I'll let it go. But man, my wiring is fucked up in so many ways. Intimacy, fat, self-confidence. Does it ever change? Kinda. It's kind of changing only by virtue of the fact is that I cannot deny that I'm 60 years old. I might have, my best work may have been, be, maybe behind me, except for what I'm saying right now, that I have my place in the world. It's not going to, uh, not going to get any bigger, that I've done good work and that it's okay. I landed on my feet. Now it's just time to slowly walk off into the sunset. I don't know, not really sunset, maybe a mountain of psychic debris. But no, like just kind of get myself in perspective. Relax. God damn it. When does that happen? So listen, people. Davine Joy Randolph was a, a gas. We had a great time. I loved her. We had so much fun and uh, it was fun because, you know, you see people in the movies are like, where you're thinking like, is, is that person that fun in real life? She is. She's nominated for Best Supporting Actress at the Academy Awards. The Holdovers is now streaming on Peacock. That's the movie she's in. And uh, we got right into it. This is me talking to Divine Joy Randolph. Uh, had Paul in here a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. He's the best, isn't he? Yeah, he's a really good man. It, it was it was interesting because I I never know how I'm going to get along with people. I never met him. You before, never know, right? Right. And he's just like right in it. Yeah. Funny guy. Really good-hearted guy. Yeah. 
Yeah. How was it like on set? Did uh... the same? Yeah. And I think it's what helped us to be able to like just open up and connect with one another. Yeah. Sure. Right. Yeah. Because like, seems... you've acted, so you get like it's weird. Yes. You're meeting someone yeah. for the first time, yeah. and it's like get along or hate each other, whatever the yeah. circumstances is of the of the project you're yeah. doing. Yeah. So when you get a good one, yeah, not only an exceptional actor but a good human being, yeah, you're off to the races, right? Because then yeah. uh, you know it, it's not just you working. Like if you like if you're acting with somebody and they're just in their thing, right. and you realize like, oh no, I'm gonna have to pretend the whole time. Yeah. Yes, we've all had those, right? Like, We're like, okay, they have planned this entire performance in their hotel room, right? And then, and then you just end up sort of, uh, kind of once removed, watching them act. Yeah, yeah. And be like, oh, that was an interesting choice. <laughs> yeah. And you're doing the same one after seven takes. Yeah, okay. yeah. That's just the way it's going to be. And uh, <laughs> I'm not sure what's in there emotionally, but I'll take what you're giving me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But so, like. Yeah, I, I got this boot on. Did you ever break anything? Not yet. That's good. That's good. I, I just did it at the gym. Just broke at it. At the gym. I know. I was doing you the right doing thing. You were doing good. <laughs> Making good choices. Yeah, yeah. And your body was like, For, nope. No, no, no. Time to take a break. Wow. Time to take a break. So when you uh, like when you got this part... Mm. Cause I lived in Boston for years. Oh, dope. Yeah, it was uh, it was okay. <laughs> it's yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how much? What was the? How much time did you have to spend there? We were there for three months, three and a half months. But did you have to go learn it, Boston? No. Yeah. Okay. So I, they wanted us to live like around where we were filming. I'm from the city, so like I'm born and raised in Philadelphia. Lived yeah. in New York. Now I'm here in LA. I am a city girl. Yeah. So like. Too much quiet really freaks me out. What happens? And it's actually not good for like... For your brain? Yeah, it's too quiet. Like I remember the suburbs the first time of like spending the night over like a friend's house. When you were a kid? Yeah, and I was like, what is that sound? Isn't that weird? It's quiet. Yeah. It freaked me out. It's scarier than noise. Yes. Like when I, if I'm driving across country or something and you just see a house set back a little ways on its own. What are they doing? Exactly. Can't be good. No. Those <laughs> spots always freak me out. Yeah. And there's probably just people sitting in there, but the idea of it. Ugh, so makes, this, literally makes me nervous. Yeah, so the silence just uh, Yeah, so out. I was like, nope, this is this is an intense movie. Yeah. We're filming it the same time of year Cold. as this movie's taking place. Yeah. Multiple blizzards, winter. You know, so it was like... I need to be in the city. Yeah, because you, you, it's something about the isolation. Yeah, it was already. I mean, you're you're already shooting a three hander in abandoned buildings. Yeah, <laughs> it felt like a very well done independent student film. Yeah, and it, but it was freezing in the buildings. Freezing because we couldn't. <laughs> Have the heat on, Some right? More, because the radiators were like ding, 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 making all this noise. Another level of the pretending. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But did you get around Boston? Did you like how did you? Learn? Yeah, because I, I lived. I, I that's where I stayed in the city. In the what city, part? I was like on First Street or Second Street. I was. I could see the water or whatever their harbor was. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know exactly. Charles River or the whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I found out like. 
in our last five days, you know, like when you're on location, yeah. you don't know the area. Yeah. And then it's like that last week is like the most awesome week. Right. Because now you found the restaurants. Sure. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Finally. I can yeah. live here. <laughs> so I, but you no, know, I, yeah. So yeah. I, but it was tricky for me because um, they are speaking contemporary Boston dialect. Uh-huh. And so I needed to both be around them and then also be like, eh, you know what I mean? Because yeah. my dialect that I'm doing in the movie is similar, but also very different due to time period. Yes, yes. So it's oh, like, really? like how, how'd you figure that out? With a dialect coach? A dialect coach. She said that yeah. like 19, what was it, 70? Yeah, ni- so it was like late 1960s. We we went oh. for late 19, 19- the movie literally takes place on like uh, December 69 until January yeah. 70. Uh, oh my and God. so it was Don- the biggest, so we, we did uh, YouTube videos of like interviews and looking at like little like clips people? of like, yeah, the best thing is, I call it YouTube University, but truly the best thing is finding like, um, um, news news reporters sure. interviewing people. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. so we was down there and they were talking about, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's a great. And then Donna Summer. Boston? Boston. Come on. Hardcore. Really? Hardcore Boston. So I'm looking at like her Johnny Carson interviews. Wow. And, also, and that was like my go-to gal and then the realtor who helped me find the place. She was just so lovely yeah, and like yeah. hospitable. And was like little Miss Boston, and I would just listen to her right. all the time. And there were certain things that I was like, "Can I just record you say this word and this word?" Because she was older, so yeah, yeah, yeah. she had she was a little bit closer to me than yeah, like yeah. me going to Dunkin' Donuts. And sure. I'm like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. But does it get more intense as time goes on? Is it father like like that? Like, or what's it, the difference? Um, the biggest difference is that pacing. Yeah. Uh, because uh, like the rhythm and the cadence, yeah, You're a musician, yeah. so you get it. Like, yeah. it's more so like the lilts and the rhythm and the cadence. I lived there for years. Yeah, and I think it depends when Bostonians are upset. Yeah, things get like exaggerate and really bright like five and you're yeah, like yeah. really wow you don't want to stop it you're still going yeah. i i used to live in an apartment in somerville and you know across the street there was a drama all the time drugs or whatever of course and there was always like it seemed like every other night there was a girl on the street yelling at yeah. her friend upstairs going yeah. jennifer yeah you know like yeah. what yeah. is that yeah i don't know yeah yeah <laughs> so I, I who is this dialect know. coach Tom Jones. So he's done like, he's known to work with Nicole Kidman on almost everything. Really? Yeah. Did he make you that like phonetic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm a classically trained opera singer. So I know IPA, you know, so in a way of helping. What's IPA? I I think it's called the 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 International Phonetic Alphabet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like the diphthong and the umlauts and stuff like that. You know those. Yeah, from opera. Well, yeah, and then when I went to Yale, they made us uh, learn it, and my speech and uh, dialect clothes was very frustrated with me, because I'm a musician first, right. so my ear is sharp. Right. So <laughs> I could speak it. She was like, no, write it down. Yeah, It's like yeah. music theory, you right, know what sure. I mean? The like, theory's the worst. We could do it all yeah, day, yeah, but yeah. write it down? They're the worst. I don't know what you're yeah. talking about. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, so yeah. they really, but yeah, no, so he's great. I met him on the set of doing Billie Holiday because he worked with Andrew Day yeah. for Billie Holiday. And wow. so I was always like, if ever 
it could work out. I would love to work with that man. Yeah. And it was perfect because I did that. And then right after that, worked with him on Rustin to do Mahalia Jackson. So it, he's great because he's so music based. Well, you've done a lot of time traveling. I like time traveling. It's the best. Right? Especially, you know, because some of those things like the Billie Holiday movie and Rustin is just so loaded so with, uh, you know, with the tension and evolution of people. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But this one, so so you had the, because like when I did a mild Texas accent in mm-hmm. 2 Leslie, every, every, before every, you know, scene, I just look and make sure like, you know, I'd, I'd go from the, the sentences against the pronunciation. Correct. To make sure you can do it. Yeah. And I call them like up. key phrases. Right. 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 So for different, usually the biggest change the biggest um notice yeah. or notification right. of a dialect is vowels yeah and like um the pacing and were you, that's the biggest and thing. you are like aware that the boston one's the the diciest one to do it's it's tricky because it is close to there are some like new york isms sure there's this hairy like Midwest stuff with this like happy apple that a yeah I wonder what cat. that is where that comes from cat I don't know because you know because right everything is like geographical so like Chicago right even some Cleveland it's not too too far, far but right. it's like a couple of skips it's a mixture of, of that and then because then you go like all the way up from even you know Philly New York Jersey Boston. It, there's an evolution of some sort of thing. Big time. Yeah, because yeah. I'm from Philly, and Philly is close to New York, but there's certain things <laughs> yeah. that New Yorkers do extra, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, or yeah, yeah. that Philly is, does a little bit more. So yeah. so that's why I was like, because at first they were like, oh, yeah, you're from the Northeast. It's fine. I was like, are y'all crazy? Yeah, right. Right. These yeah. People, like, because, right? I, I would feel some type of way. Like, I remember watching Silver Liner Playbook, and I was like, good yeah. job. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's right on the mark. Love good that job. Movie. Yeah, yeah. I love that movie. I love movie. it. I just watched it again. I <laughs> love that movie. I, I was just thinking about Jennifer Lawrence today. So amazing. So fucking funny. So amazing. She is so funny. I, I know. Oh, I hope man. she does more. Yeah, I know. More I, comedy stuff. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so wait, what was the accent that? That was that Philly? That was Philly. That's right. Robert De Niro and all of them. They all nailed yeah. it, huh? Because I was like, De Niro, watch out. Mm. Right? Because mm. it's close to New York. Yeah, yeah. He did it. He did it. He did it. It made me so happy. Isn't that amazing? It's so, because, and that's how I was for this movie. Then I was like, if I get it, It'll, it's it's a love, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like, what's up? I yeah, see yeah. y'all, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's giving a nod. Respect. Right. That's it, what absolutely. it is. It's like respect. And also, there, there's the respect, and there's the other part of your brain like, I don't want to fuck this up. <laughs> 100%. And for me, too, I like to make the character, if the character is not uh, like me, what are all the things that I can do to not make her like me? Because I don't want to be like myself, because if I'm like myself, then I fear that I won't give fully to the character right, what it needs to have. Right. So I like to try as many, that's almost the first thing I do when reading a script to figure out how different actually am I right. from this person? Yeah, yeah. And let me, and I think that's sometimes the fun of acting, right? Of like, oh, what are their skills and things that they have and do that I don't have? Yeah. And like the funness of like learning it, even for an audition. Yeah. Right? I think yeah. it's like the beauty and the craziness of being an actor. Yeah, I found that like, like, and I've only done a, a little bit of acting, but it seems that you are who you are and then you have to just decide what to turn down or turn up. Correct. Like because it's the human experience. And right. that's a beautiful thing. Like yeah. with time and effort, anybody can do it. People hate I when so. I say that. I really believe anybody can act. I think it takes courage yeah. and willing to be vulnerable. Yeah. But anybody can act. But also it takes the ability, 
I think the hardest thing is the lack of self-consciousness. Correct. And the, the la- and not being conscious that you're surrounded by people. Correct. I surrender it over immediately. I don't yeah. even like going into ADR while filming. Like, now that I've worked more and more. They make you do ADR while filming? Yeah, man. I hate it. What? Why? Why do they make you do it during filming? Especially with TV. Like, if oh. you're, you know what I mean? Like oh, if, if you're, you're in a series? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And yeah. I'm always like, so I asked them now. Now I feel like I have enough guts to be like. Yeah. Turn the camera off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm musical. I can hear the the metronome counting me in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what the rhythm is. Because if I see myself, then here comes the critical. You know what I mean? And I'm like, what is she doing? Yeah, I like this like childlike reckless abandonment. It's like, that's why I like really admire people like Bradley Cooper or Jack Black. Like this kind of wildness yeah. within form. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, he can really put turn. me in a fence, but let me like be like a wild bull running all over the right, place. Right, yeah. So if I look at myself on ADR, then then I'm I like, know. oh, why I did know. I do that? I I know. I know. And I love just being able to just surrender to the role. Yeah. And let it like overcome you. And you did, how much, you shot for three months? Three months. Yeah. Several and- blizzards. I think that's why we got close too, because it was like, it was kind of like a life image. It's survival. <laughs> we in this. <laughs> and I would just sit there like, it's the day of snow day. Do I get off of work today? <laughs> no. Nope. Okay. You're here with these two other people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that kid was good. He's good. Yeah, yeah. He has a good soul. Yeah. He's a, and he's he has an old soul. Odd guy. Like, he's yeah. got a, a, uh, his frequency is unique. Yeah. 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 And I, and I think that, I, I think they said they auditioned like, 800 kids. Wow. That's too many. But I think that's, uh, you know, that's a testament to Alexander Payne. I would never. Yeah, he he makes a very tight movie. You know, he makes, you know, there's nothing unthought of. No. And and he's okay to work with? Amazing to work with. Yeah. He's so actor friendly. You know, there's things that, to be honest, I thought like, oh, well, maybe... I'll get it later in life, you know, when I've quote unquote made it. Yeah. That he takes care of the actors in such a way when you come on set, everything's taken care of. Like, for example, the way your desk looks right now. Yeah. If we were doing the movie version of this. Yeah. This is exactly what your desk would look like. Yeah. Normally it would be like, right? Like the tissue box, the notepad, the computer, the yeah, mug. Right, we're sure. good. We right. get it. It's right. a studio. Yeah. But no, no he would. put Every detail, stuff in drawers that only we know about and can see. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that, I, I notice that when I'm on set sometimes where they when they dress a set and you know the difference. But sometimes like there's a million things in there and uh, uh, like and I'm like why is why is there so much shit in here? But you know in the frame it just fills the frame. You know it doesn't it just need looks to be real. It's yeah, also yeah. like I don't know for me it's helpful because it's there. Sometimes I can mess around oh, yeah, and sure. play with yeah, it yeah, yeah. or. It just feels real. Yeah, yeah. It feels tangible. So wait. Yeah. So now, what what part of Philly? The Mount Airy originally. I don't, I don't know the city that well, but I I do know that I like Philly. Thank you. I mean, like I know from touring and from being in places, there's there's a few cities that are the really like their own thing. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. like it's Philly, New York, Boston, Chicago. Uh, I guess DC, but not really. I know, but I think it's because D.C. is like, you know, all, all the other the, stuff, like the, the White House. Yeah, yeah. But when you can, I agree with you. When you can get into like the community for real, for real, I yeah. really dig D.C. Oh, yeah? Yeah. But Philly's like hardcore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I used to, they, great food. Yes. And interesting, very forward people. Yes. They, you uh-huh. know, they don't take any shit in Philly. Nope. 
So uh, now, do you grow up in a big family? Uh, kind of. Yeah. So uh, my immediate family was in uh, Philly. We had like a couple of aunts and uncles in Philly. But like because Philadelphia is where it is, like you were saying earlier, yeah. you got people in New York, sure. D.C., Baltimore, Jersey. Jersey. Yeah. And then it was like the South. So right. like everyone was like most of my family could get to within like two hours. Yeah, yeah. It'll be in different states. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. But it's that Eastern seaboard yeah, thing. Yeah, but it's so, it's so funny to me, like, to be in that tri-state, I guess that's what they call yeah. it, the tri-state area, you're constantly on the highway driving. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, I'm going to go to my auntie's house. Yeah. That is two hours away. Yeah. But you're driving it like she's down the block. Right. You but it's just normal. It. Like, Trains yeah, I'm going to New York. It is what it is. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. But most of you have people down south, too? Yeah, like Atlanta, Georgia, uh, South Carolina, North Carolina. Yeah, totally uh-huh. different. Yeah, and that would be like summers. Yeah, oh, you go down there? Not all the time. I'd be like, Mom, I don't <laughs> <laughs> Too She's weird like, down there. You need to go down there. And which, be like, which relatives were down there? It would be like the great aunt. That's the uh, problem. It, uh, it wouldn't be people that you would know on a day-to-day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It'd be yeah. the people at the funeral. You'd be like, yeah. say hi to your auntie. Da, da, da. And yeah, you're like, like, oh, hey. Yeah, I met you when I was six. Yeah, that go to her thing. house. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that lady. Strange house. Yeah. Yeah, it's Isolated. always those people. <laughs> That you're like, I would much rather go to my my yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. The the ab the outside the 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 one aunt or cousin that you don't know, and then yeah. you guest over. Go to her house. Yeah, be, and then you're months. automatically like, it's weird here. Yeah, I can't. What is yeah. in these and cabinets? They, and it's so sad because they they're so happy to have you. I know, there. I know, I know. They're so happy, to, and you're just like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the whole time, brothers and sisters, though. Yeah, I have a sister. Yeah? Yeah, what's she do? sister. She is into medicine. Like medicine, medicine? Yeah, like a doc. Like at four, she was like, She's- I want to be a doctor. I'll never get it. We were at the doctor's office. And I had to get a shot. And I was like paranoid. And I'm yeah. like running around, having the doctor, the nurse chase me all yeah, over the yeah. place. And I was like, you're not going to get me. Yeah, yeah. And my sister was like, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take her shot. Yeah. And I Both. was like, what is wrong with this yeah, girl? Yeah. And at four, she was like, I want to be a doctor. Is she a doctor? Nope. <laughs> but, she, but she's going. She was, so now she's in, um, she's a field hockey coach. Oh, different. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. <laughs> what, <laughs> but she's she loves it. Yeah? She at, loves where, at school? It. Yeah. Yeah? At university. She's uh, coached at Smith. Ah. Yeah. Well, that, they probably have a good field hockey team. Yeah, <laughs> they do now. <laughs> yeah. What did your folks do? My parents are educators. So my mom, she did like from five, uh, K through five. Yeah. But K kindergarten was her sweet spot. Yeah. And your dad and too? And I always remembered that because I was like, whoa. It was so personal, yeah. you know, with kindergarten because they're young. Yeah. So my mom's like cooking extra food and bringing it because she taught in inner city, you know. Oh, so shit. sometimes those kids are oh, coming yeah. to school not being fed yeah. or not having clothes, you know, what I mean? yeah. my clothes. And my mom, that's she's just a giver. So yeah, you got to be like a teacher and a social worker and yep. a caregiver. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. And, and your dad was a teacher too. Yeah, my dad, so we moved then to Hershey, Pennsylvania uh, when I was in high school. In my eighth grade year, we moved. Hershey. Yeah, That's we the chocolate. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the chocolate suburbs. Yeah. That's when it first started getting quiet. I was oh, yeah. like, yeah, Gotta get out. Gotta get back to the city. Immediately. So I you? went to Temple. I was, oh. So I was, it was my eighth grade. Oh. So I did high school. 
So when when did you start getting involved with uh, you know like doing performance stuff? Always, I was always doing something. I remember my mom said when I was younger. Yeah, we had went to like Bush Gardens. You remember? Is Bush yeah. Gardens still a thing? I don't know, but I I remember it. And they used to have it's this, like amusement like, park. Yeah, right. And it was like, but it was like in Virginia or something. Like it was woodsy. I remember being woodsy. Yeah. And my mom said that like I was in the we were like in line for something, and she lost. She turned around and I wasn't there. Yeah. And she was like freaking out, looking everywhere. Yeah. And there was like this area called like Bear Country or <laughs> yeah, something. Sure. Yeah. And it was like these stumps and it was like yeah. these like little automated bears oh, yeah, sure. singing and yeah. on a banjo. <laughs> yeah. And there yeah. I was on this little stoop. Yeah, singing with the bears. Shucking and jiving and <laughs> people are throwing coins and stuff. And my yeah. mom was like, What are you doing? Yeah. And I'm like, Mom. With the bears, yeah, like who I am. I'm doing my thing. <laughs> yeah, so wild. Yeah, no, always just creative and doing stuff. But I remember Little Mermaid. I used to put a towel on my head. Yeah, I used to do full blown concerts when it was time to go to bed. Yeah, oh, my mom good. used to like lullaby music. Yeah. I'd be like, Mom, I would like to listen to the soundtrack of Aladdin. I would listen to the soundtrack of Little Mermaid. Yeah. Full blown. And you do production. the whole show right before bed? Yep, whole show. The entire and I would flip it over yeah. to side B. Yeah. The entire thing. My mom would get so angry. So it was singing. Singing Yeah. Cause I wasn't I think yeah, because it acting was not on my radar at all. Yeah. When did it become serious? This is a thing. Yeah. I I was a latchkey kid, so I was heavy into all the after-school programs. Philadelphia actually has a really good, at least when I was growing up, very good arts programs and after-school programs yeah. and, like, performing arts. Yeah. We have tons of museums yeah. and music is a big scene. You know, there's that 70s Philly sound. So it, it's oh, a yeah. big part of it culturally. Uh, and I don't know. I, I say that to say they had me in everything. Yeah. I never, the way my sister was like four, yeah. I never had that. Yeah. My parents are kind of like, well, try different things out. And you just did it after school? Mostly? Yeah. And then it, like after school programs and then, you know, because then that would turn into weekends of stuff. And then I remember seeing fame and like, I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. So then I was like really into like, please get me into performing arts school. Did you get into one? Yeah. And that what was year? fun. Uh, This would have been... Like high what, school. High school. So I graduated high school in 2004. So I went to like performing arts schools and that was fun. I enjoyed that. Did it feel serious then? Competitive? I'm a very competitive person. Right. Well, I imagine when performing arts high schools, like everybody's yeah. gunning for the big My time. dad in many ways raised me like a boy. Yeah. So like sports. So sports and uh, singing was always yeah. competing with each other. And I remember one time I was in a voice lesson it was my junior year and my voice teacher was like listen you can't come to me horse because i would come fresh off of like basketball right <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah so i would have a game on thursday have a voice lesson on friday sound right? like this yeah and she'd be like what am i supposed to do with this like yeah. and she was the one that was like you have a gift and both oh choose yeah and and that was it no more basketball well, I and I got a scholarship too, University of Miami, and I was like, "Is this what I'm gonna do? For I what? No, for for track actually. Oh, really? For discus? Yeah, javelin and shot. Put. You were doing discus, Yo, javelin, and shot. Put? I love it. Was 
I was like a Zen little Buddhist monk. I loved discus so much. Wow. It was like... I can't even imagine. Have you seen somebody do it? Yeah. You got to twirl around like two or three times. And it's like aerodynamics is a huge component. Yeah. And like it's this little, like you said, this little twirly move. Yeah. And how the discus really... Yo, I was into it. You were good enough to get a scholarship. I went to States and everything. I loved it. Shot put too? Yeah. I, I did shot put to keep my arm good. For discus and javelin, all about aerodynamics. So it really was all catered towards discus. Yeah, but keeping all those in rotation, like the shot put and that's the crazy. Javelin. I've never talked to somebody who was great at discus throwing. It, but if you look at it, it's very. It's almost like balletic. No, no, yeah, it's I, so I, graceful. Yeah, and beautiful, and everybody kind of has their own like pun intended spin on it. Yeah. And I, but I, it was so amazing that I could tell. This is so crazy. I haven't talked about this in years. I could tell by how the disc, because it's like you could do it where it's like a, a rubber rim and it's wooden in the middle. So how, well, how big are those things? Like the size of this ashtray right here, or bigger? Bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Like a plate. Yeah. And, yeah. And you and they're weighted, so you can find the right weight for you. Yeah. Yeah, because some oh. people like it to be lighter. Yeah. I needed mine to have a little bit of weight to it, so it could help me. For yeah. Me, yeah. Propel it. And yeah. so you could have all rubber ones or the old school ones was like the center disc was wooden uh, and then the outside rim was like metal. Did you have old I didn't school? Like you didn't like those? I liked the rubber. Yeah. The rubber one was nice. And they were I all could uh, feel it professional. Off of my... Yeah. You could choose whatever one. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't matter. Yeah. And, and could... I could, I, I but you could feel it. I could tell yeah. whether or not, like, and they have it for a size for women versus a size for men. Yeah. The men's are larger. Yeah. That's probably to like a... Like a, a maybe like a little bit smaller than like a dinner plate. Yeah. Whereas a woman's is in between like a kid's plate yeah. versus like an adult plate. Yeah. I loved it, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> but it's because it's quiet. Yeah. It's you're by yourself. So literally the whole track meet is happening. Yeah. Off on the track. Yeah. And, and you're, you're like just... off in the woods somewhere <laughs> with your plate. <laughs> yeah. And you're just and you're just watching it. It's almost like, I imagine, I've never played golf before, yeah. but like, Sounds you know like how it. golf yeah. can be like zen and therapeutic? Sure. Yeah. And you're just, Ooh. When was the last time you picked up a discus? Not soon enough. You're making me itch for it. <laughs> now I've got to get back. Get back to the <laughs> discus. That would be so funny if that was your hobby. Yeah, right? You're just out in your backyard. Oh, man. Keeping the discus. And what's so rewarding and satisfactory yeah. Yeah. about it is when you're in that sweet spot, that sucker soars. Yeah. It, that's what is cool about it. Yeah. Almost like maybe bowling might be. Like, you know what I mean? Yes, I think power. Golf, sounds like golf would be a good. But yeah, yeah, it's really the form. Yeah. And it's a distancing, right? Yeah. Who can get it the furthest? Who can get it to sail and the so furthest? so you were winning state competitions and stuff? Yeah, man. And you were in, so you were at a crossroads where it was sort of like. Can you imagine? Going it like, was a basketball because I'm a talker, I got a mouth. Yeah. So I would be talking smack. Yeah. And I would be hoarse at yeah. games, like yelling and stuff. Right. And then literally come, and she's like, you can't, you can't. So, do but, both. but when you, when you were looking at a scholarship for, you know, for discus, did you realize at that time where it's like, this isn't a life? Exactly. That I right. was like, you can go to University of Miami, full ride, have a blast. Right. And then what are you going to do with your life? Yeah. Right? Because, like, if you don't get in the Olympics, what the hell is a discus person Yeah. Do? Yeah. It's, right? It's, and, then, and then that, too. Like, yeah. discus at the Olympics? Yeah. No shade. Like, I mean, <laughs> but, like, right? Can you imagine, like, if I was trying to pick up a guy at the bar? Like, what do you do? I'm in the Olympics yeah. for discus. 
Okay. The one that nobody watches. No what? I've never even seen it on yeah. the big one. Yeah. The I big would, Olympics. But I, they do it. Again, they're off in the corner in the woods somewhere. Sure, doing it and, and like Zen. Yeah. Having their own time. Yeah. Wow. All right, so you made the choice. No University of Miami. That was a that was a big choice. That was a big choice. And then where'd you end up going? You went I went to uh so I went to Interlochen, which is like this performing arts school for high school. Right. And I had got Were you focusing on the singing? Yeah, so this is what happened. Yeah. I went to high school, I was in choir, and there was this chick from Canada new yeah. came in and she was like I went to Interlaken and it's the most amazing school again I'm competitive yeah. the sports will never leave me and I was like I don't know what this is but I'm doing it yeah just to beat her yeah <laughs> she done left came but what who are you competing with yeah. and got there where is it it's in Traverse City, Michigan it's like two three hours outside of Detroit yeah, yeah I know I know Traverse City Random. Yeah. I only know it for that. I just got offered a gig there and I didn't go. Really? Yeah, I should maybe I should have went. Interlocking from Interlocking? No, I think it was a festival, Traverse City. Oh, yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah, yeah, I think it's like they have cherries or something. Yeah, something. Like the cherry festival, yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> Everyone's got a festival. <laughs> Everyone. And so get there. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, snap. Yeah. These people are singing classical. This is a classical program. You didn't know that? No. Going in? You were just sort of like, no. I'm going to go because that girl was... Yeah. 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 And I got there and I was like, oh, snap. Yeah. Uh, classical. And so that's how I got introduced to classical music. And and it resonated? People were telling me I was good. I thought I, I was just dicking around. Like, I was but, I mean, you mimicking like, it. But did you like it, the music? I remember feeling like, oh, wow, this is like, it's moving me. Like, sure. I would feel stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, I remember I used to, I had ended up losing my voice at some point while I was there. And I remember sitting in uh, the orchestra rehearsals. Yeah. And just listening to the music. Yeah. And I was like, oh, there's something deep right. with this music. Like, yeah. it's making me feel emotional. Um, my chest is getting tight. Like huh. I, I remember being like, wow, this stuff is yeah. powerful for no you, words. You're talking like... Beethoven, Mahler, yeah, Bach, that stuff. Yeah, and if you look it up, Interlochen has a theme song. I forget what it is from, but it is so moving. Huh. Um, and it's funny because if you play it, if anybody said they went to Interlochen and if you played it, I guarantee yeah. they would probably start tearing up and crying. Really? Yeah, it's beautiful. So that, that so I was like, oh wow, this this is a heavy school. Yeah. <laughs> theme song makes yeah. you cry. Yeah. <laughs> it was real. Oh, yeah. People <laughs> crying all over the place. Tears. Tears. But yeah, so I was like, okay, classical. Yeah. Because I knew I could sing, but I thought I was going to be like, you know, a recording artist or something. Sure, yeah. Like, you know, yeah. featuring on some Usher single or something like right. that. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, There's oh. still time. Yeah. Hey. I think you could do it. And maybe. But all right. So, so, so then it was like classical and I was rolling with the classical, had a voice teacher and she was like, you know, she kind of sold me on it. She huh. was like, you know, travel the world, men will be doting on you. Mm amazing food it'll be for free gowns yeah. like you'll, you'll live a good life a very a was, very insulated life she didn't tell me that one. part right I mean cause, so I'm thinking I'm just like you know pre-Madonna yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know I'm like yeah. I get to go to Italy yeah. eat pasta yeah. find Italian men yeah. wear dresses <laughs> yeah literally 
Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm what, like yeah. 18, yeah. 17? Yeah, you had your, your priorities. Yeah, I'm like, I can have bags, diamonds. Yeah. Okay, this is a life. Yeah. Yeah, and so I went, speaking of music theory, we did like a showcase yeah. at Interlochen. Juilliard was like, what's up? We're, yeah. interested, we're interested in you. Come and do, you know, the formal audition. Now is this, wait, now is this opera singing? Yeah, which is okay. crazy because I'm like, I don't really know this. Like, I'm faking it. Yeah, sure. I'm literally like doing like, into my brain, the cartoon version of this. Yeah. But I, you know, at this point, people are like, well, stop telling people that you're doing that because... You're doing it. Yeah, yeah. Whether you yeah. think it's fake it or not, it's working. Because everybody's faking it. So yeah. don't tell people that you're Yeah, right. but like literally, I say that to say like there wasn't, I literally, I was in uh, a voice lesson one day and she's like, well, what do you think classical music sounds like? What does an opera singer sound like to you? And I was like, I don't know. Uh, and I did it and she was like, great. Yeah, That's it. <laughs> you're in. Solid. Yeah. Keep but like, are you a, like is an alto soprano? I am a baby dramatic mezzo soprano. So like the I Wagner mean, pieces, yeah. and that's like a classical term, yeah. basically meaning, uh, like if if it was like uh, rock music, yeah. it would be like a belter with a range. Okay, yeah, maybe yeah. like a. Does Miley? I'm trying to think. Yeah, she's Miley a good Cyrus. Example. I know she can go low. Can she go quite high too? I wonder. Get, but someone who basically is like a belter yeah. that equally has the deep as well as the high. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like bigger pieces like Wagner right. and like, you know what I mean? Dramatic. Those, yeah, so yeah. they call it a baby dramatic soprano. Oh, wow. So, okay, so are you singing in German? I, I don't really like singing in German. But I mean, that. but was that part of the gig? Yeah, so when I, so... <laughs> I uh, ended up going to Temple for it, for the teacher. Yeah. And so, yeah, when you're in uh, a conservatory, you're learning all the Romance languages and German. Like, so Italian, Spanish, French, German. Mm -hmm. So, but did you understand any of them? I mean, ish. (laughs) And then I would, like, go, like, you know, when you're in college and you, like, go abroad. Yeah. And I'm going to Paris and I'm, like... Only reciting poetry because that's all I know. You know right, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so you're going for this while you're in school? Yeah, to do stuff. Yeah, to do stuff or like to visit or you know what I mean? Like, uh, was it great? Immersive. Oh, I love I love traveling. I love. So where'd you being you went immer- to you went to Paris? Did you go to Italy too? Yeah, to study. The I Italian? yeah, I got into a program. This is funny. I got into a program in Spoleto, Rome, like a small little town. Yeah. Uh. And when I was like 19, and it was to be there for a year. Yeah. My dad said, absolutely not. What was he worried about? The men. <laughs> because this, yeah, this freaking, the, te- the the person of the program yeah. was like, you're in. And then was like, but we're going to have to provide a bodyguard for her because They're... she's got curves at a young age. And yeah. she she's exactly what they want. And my dad was like, oh, yeah. They'll never have her. <laughs> and I was like, no. I was like, oh, I'm about to go to Italy. This is about to be on a papa. This is what the lady talked about from before. Yeah, I think the, 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 absolutely not. The bodyguard kind of fucked yeah. that deal up. Yeah. <laughs> Take your behind to Philadelphia at Temple University. Enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was doing that. Everything was cool. And we were doing Aida. And I was like, wow, this is a heavy story like this lady 
is a queen. Like this is an African queen or princess at that time. She gets sold into slavery. She ends up falling in love with the man that sold her into slavery. She's working for him. He professes his love and is like, you know, I don't care what anybody says. This is my lady. They're like, great. You will die together. And there's literally a scene where they're buried alive while they're singing this beautiful aria. Opera was like Shakespeare. You know what I mean? Like, you ever know if you've ever seen a Shakespearean play and it's like, you can tell when I call it they're doing it for themselves or they're doing it for the people. When they're doing it for themselves, it's literally like they're speaking a foreign language, right? Yeah, right. You know when you see certain Shakespeare plays and you're like I don't know what's going on. I have no clue. I'm a, and I'm tired. Very. <laughs> right? Yeah. So I'm like, listen, I'm from Philadelphia. I wanna make sure, you know, when my people come and see it, they're gonna understand. They feel it. Yeah, they know what's going on. Yeah. They don't have to rely on reading that little subtitles. I want them to be able to look at me and connect. So that was the breakthrough. Not re- I mean for you. For well, I was like I I just want to I want them to know and connect with it. Yeah. So, I went across the street, I'm copying sheet music in what is the Communications Theater building. And uh I'm hearing all these screams and yelling. I'm thinking somebody's getting robbed. Yeah. And it was an acting class. And so I was like, <laughs> what is going on in there? And uh it's trouble. Yeah. So that I was like, oh, it's acting. So I my brain is thinking, cool. I'm gonna ask the teacher if they will work on me on like I guess now would be considered like scene study or like script work, like prep. So you could bring it to the opera. Yes. So that I understood what I was saying, so it could be conveyed and maybe my people will get it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very, very long story short. The music department finds out. I'm not keeping it a secret. They find out when they kick me out. Because you you uh, uh, approached an acting teacher to help you with the drama of the opera? Correct. And, I, and as I share this story more and more, I'm finding out that it's more common than not. I, in a way, I get it, but it's just... I don't want to say it's sad because it brought me to this moment. So clearly that was meant to be. But a lot of times when conservatories or let's say um, creative performing yeah. arts departments right. don't have a musical theater department, yeah, which is kind of the bridge, yeah, a lot of these schools, I guess, either experience floaters, like kids going from one to the next. I don't know. I don't, first of all, let them explore. Right. But they're but because it's a conservatory, they're like it's like military almost, right? Exactly. So you're one of ours, and this is how Correct. this goes. Correct. So it's it's competitive with the other disciplines, Correct. but they see that everything you need to know is here with us. Yes. So if you go over there, then you're doing some exactly. other thing. Exactly. And they were like, "You can go over there." I said, "I don't want to go over there." What do you mean? Yeah. And then, but they, you know, they felt threatened and all this stuff, and so huh. they flunked me out my junior year, and so. Uh, Flunked you out? Yeah, that's how they they did it. So we have they have a thing your junior year called uh, juries, right? So remember how I said this you is have, a temple? Yeah, yeah. So you remember how I said they have all you you have to learn all these different languages, right? So in juries, it's like it really is kind of like what people would consider like your senior thesis. Yeah. So you're doing a French piece, of right? All the romance, like you're doing yeah. a piece in every language. Yeah, yeah. Even doing some American stuff, and uh, yeah, they flunked me. Now, mind you, I got accepted into Juilliard. 
The only reason why I didn't go to Juilliard because I had no, I never done musical theory. Yeah. So mu- Juilliard was basically like you can go learn it because it's two parts to the test. It's right. the performance and then it's the musical theory test. Yeah. And obviously I failed it. Like what? Yeah. Circle of fists. What are we actually talking about? <laughs> and so uh, they were like, you can come back next year and apply. And I was like, I'm not losing time to Juilliard. I'll go to Temple for the teacher. Yeah. Got into Juilliard. Went to Temple. When I went to Temple, I was like a, a, you know, a star student, we'll say. Yeah. So for them to flunk me out, I was like, okay, I get what this is about. No loyalty. Well, not even that. It just, it was, it was their stuff. It had nothing to do with me. Right, right, yeah. But, and so in that moment, but I was, imagine your junior year, because your senior year in conservatories, there, it's really just about you, uh, it's like basketball. Yeah. You're, you just figuring out what team you're about to be on. Yeah, right. Right? So yeah. what orchestra house you're going to be with. Yeah. So that, at that point, my mother was like, you need to go across the street to the theater department. Yeah. You know, she's an educator. So yeah. she's like, I've already checked. Most of your credits will transfer if you go to the theater department. Yeah. And so, so for your senior year, man, I cried. I mean, I literally had the like the transcripts yeah. in my hand, yeah, and bawling. And I was like, my mom said I had to. You know when it's like that child cry when you're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. With the catch breaths. And she was like, what? And I was like, my mom said I had to be an actor. And she was like, are, are you sure? And I was like, no, my mom says I have to. And um, yeah, but was your mom? Was it because she she believed you could do it? My mother wanted that diploma. But she baby. wanted you to finish. Yeah, and I think it was kind of her being like, "They're not about to get us down." Right. You're gonna graduate in on year four. Time. Right. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Um. And but but and I to this day, my mom does say like, "No, you were doing some weird creative things as a child. Like it wasn't that off." I just was so like, no. So at that time, growing up, that was when like. You know, you're in carpool with your classmates and they're singing Ran and da 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 Like, and again, too, because of performing arts schools, right? In high school, it is very disciplined uh, uh, area. Like, I'm not mixing with the musical, the classical music yeah. people aren't mixing with the theater kids. Right, 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 right. I'm only mixing with musicians. Yeah. You know right, what I mean? Yeah. Either vocalists or instrumentalists. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not, I'm not, we, those worlds were very. I'm sure you saw yourself, that world sees itself as more disciplined. Yes. Than these and theater people theater. were so weird to yeah. me. Jumping just, around. Yes. Yeah. So I was just like, what? But my mom was like, no, it was, there were things there. Yes, for like literal purposes, that was it. Yeah. But she was like, I'm your mother. I know who you are. Like, it was, it was in <laughs> yeah. there. I just never, ever. Saw it. And so, so she was and right? A, yeah. And a year, well, I was very still like, at that point, I was hurt. You know what I mean? Because I was kicked out and turned down from something that I've been doing my entire life, whether it's classical or not. Yeah. Music is my heart. Like, right. music is w- what I know. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, there's not a memory or day I don't know in my house where there was, I would wake up to music in the house. I would yeah. go to bed to music in the house, you know? Yeah. So that was... And quite honestly, even while through school, uh, both at uh, Temple for that last year, because it was the dean that was like, we're going to, I'm applying you to graduate school. 
I was strictly in survival mode because you have to keep in mind, I'm, cam- I'm cramming a four year, which really, if we, I, what I quickly found out, four years in university is really two years, two intense years. Yeah. I was cramming it in one year. Right. And so I was just stro- fo- solely, excuse me, focused on that. And so when they're bringing to the table, quite literally, applications for the top five schools. Graduate think, school. Yeah. I'm like, what are y'all talking about? And they were like, well, what else are you going to do? You going to move to New York? Yeah. Like 42nd Street? And like, this is at your senior year, so you're, you're in the acting program now. And you're killing it? They said I had an... It's hard for me. It's crazy. I still have imposter syndrome to this very second. Because I, I don't... Because, again, it's not what I... You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Your music. And even when... But then even when I was telling you about being a kid, like, I never was like, this is the thing. Sure. I knew I was good at different things. I never knew. Yeah. Therefore, this is my path in life. In a weird way, I still feel that way. Yeah. I we know. We like, know that Discus is out. You know what? <laughs> I might coach some kids on Saturday. But, no, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah but they, they did. They saw, like, there's something there. Yeah. And then... Yale was the first school that I auditioned for. That was intense. I mean, there was kids with their parents. I went by myself. Drove up to New Haven. I took Amtrak yeah. to New York, then Metro North into Connecticut. Yeah. And by myself from Temple. I took off. I was like, I'm not going to school today. I'm auditioning. And so you got your classical piece and your modern piece. But I, again, competitive. Yeah. I had eight pieces. Ready to go. They asked for two, right. maybe four. And you gave them choices, or did you choose it? Yeah, I was like, which one you got? I got this, I got this, I got this, I got this. I got this. Uh-huh. And they asked for them. Yeah? Almost all of them. Wow. Because I think at that point they were like, I mean, if you got it, <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's see them. Put on a show. <laughs> yeah. Now that I can do. Yeah. And so, yeah, no, and it was... But it was very... You know, but you got to keep in mind, there's still a lot of pain. There's a lot of pain of... It's still been only a year. Since the music heartbreak. Yeah. 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 I feel very, I don't feel uh, akin to acting at all. I'm just like, maybe this will buy me another three years for me to figure my life out. That's, and, and, and right, due to my parents, education is where I felt comfortable. Right. And I knew that they wouldn't like cause too much of a fuss. Yeah. If I just went into another school. Yeah. So, you, so you go to Yale. So I go to Yale. They're ecstatic because they're like, Yale. And I'm like, I'm going for acting. They were like, I don't care. You're getting a master's at Yale. (laughs) And did did that turn you around? Did that ease the heartbreak? Did that re... No, you know what? In my interview, like the the final interview, because it's like, it's like Juilliard. You're like, I think I say that because Juilliard, I think, has... Um, documented, right? There's like movies on like sure. the audition process and well, how there's people like that talk about it. order. And, and then I they, think there's a movie somewhere. And they throw you out every year. They throw back yeah. out. Yeah, like you can at any time, you could be on probation and sure. possibly be out the yeah. door, right? Yeah. And I know they showed it like on center stage, but what's genius about it is that they introduce you to how they roll from jump. Who? Yale and Juilliard? All these schools, yeah. you know what I mean? With this yeah. pecking order, like yeah. from your audition, they're yeah. letting you know you are discardable. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So the com- the competitive one in me, but also something that's worked to my advantage is the me not knowing all the pieces to the puzzle. Sure. And kind of letting fate and me being prepared guide me through. Like, I didn't know 
I didn't even know the grandeur of what, beyond it being an Ivy League, I didn't know how profound that acting program was. Oh, that the Yale program. Yeah, it's one of the best. Yeah. One of the top two. I had two. no idea. I think and there's they, only three. There's Juilliard, Yale, and then it used to be Carnegie Mellon, right? Yeah, or like NYU. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so uh, in the interview, I was like, hey, I just want to let you know, because uh, they said, uh, so this portion of the audition, you will sing. I said, oh, yes, sir. I don't sing. He was like, you don't sing. And this was like the first day of it. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I don't I don't have a voice. I don't I don't sing. What? I just said I don't have the talent for it. Really? Right. Because I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I was hurt. I didn't want to sing. And also I oh, was. So you telling me that what happened to Temple affected your confidence? 100 percent. Wow. That's what I knew. Can you imagine? That's all I knew. So now I'm doing something completely new at like this apprentice professional level. And I don't yeah. even know what this acting thing is. Yeah. I've only had months of learning about acting. Right. I'm now auditioning to go to now what I'm finding is the top schools. Yeah. This is backwards. <laughs> right. And so he asked me if I sing. I started off by just like, oh, I, I no, I'm not a singer. Yeah. Just I can't even do it at all. <laughs> not even like I used to, but nothing. You knew, right? I was like, I could do it all. This was the first day. I come back for the final callback, which was like months later. Yeah. So I got out of it the first time. They said, okay, so this next portion, you know, we're gonna do singing again. I said, Yeah, remember guys, I don't I don't sing. He said, actually, we look some things up and you do. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, that is so invasive. <laughs> and I just was like, listen, and, and it was something funny enough that to a certain degree, I'm working my way out of it still. This was in 2008. Yeah. We are almost 20 years later, and I am slowly working myself out of it. This is how it started. Out of the, of the heartbreak or the injury? No, or the no, confidence. no. The idea of, um, I did it once I realized, okay, this acting thing is going to be the thing. Yeah. I didn't want people to see me as a singer who could maybe act. Okay. I was like, if I'm going to do this acting thing, I want to be an actor that you might find out later can sing. Right. Okay. That makes sense. I've been writing that for a very long time uh -huh. until recently. What? Because yeah. this is what will happen. I'll go yeah. on to set and people will be like, it's, I love it. The directors at first so like, you know, it's either the Yale thing. They're later like, oh. Sure. So you went to Yale. And I'm always like, oh. Yeah. It's going to be one or two things. They're either going to tell me a story how they applied five times, didn't get in, yeah. and F Yale. And yeah. I'm like, well, thank you. Well, I went, and it was a good time for me. Yeah. Sorry it didn't work out for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or they get weird, like, I don't want to say intimidated, but they get weird around yeah. me. And I'm yeah. like, let's no, let's just right. do the work. We're doing a comedy. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, and then with the singing, they'll find out about the singing. And then it'll be this thing, especially for TV, where yeah. they're like, you know, I just think she should probably sing Happy Birthday. <laughs> Is it anybody's birthday? You just want me to sing Happy Birthday. Right. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. So for a long time, I'm always like, this character does not sing. Yeah. So even with High Fidelity, it was a big thing. Yeah. Because they were like, she's a singer. And I was like, I would love to talk about the philosophy of singing. And music throughout this entire series. Sure. I do not want to sing. Huh. And then they were like, we really need a moment. And so I was like, I'll give it in the finale. And I was like, but even then, yeah, I don't want to really sing it. I want right. it to be like, she's finding her way <laughs> so as an artist. You're going to pretend to sing? 
Yeah, it. I don't know. It's hard for me. It's not as the heartbreak part is over, but yeah. I don't know. I think those those are two very strong worlds to me. But now I'm in a space now where I think I might want to merge them. But but it wasn't your like didn't you did Ghost? Yeah, that was a musical, and I didn't want to do that either. Well, I mean, that's singing. They duped me into that one. Yeah. Yeah, they told me I was going to be an understudy of the understudy. I would never go on. Yeah. I did the audition. I booked it. Yeah. And I was like, y'all told me this was for the understudy. And so you're going into this, you're nominated for a Tony, and you're going into this (laughs) musical thinking like, I'm not a singer. No, I knew as a singer, I was a hurt singer. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I knew as a singer, I didn't want to sing. So now I'm like, okay... Let's work on like healing and uh-huh. how can we bring, they're very separate things in my mind. And I'm a different person as a musician. Then? As an actor. How so? I think the discipline element and that conservatorial ship, whatever yeah. that word would be. Right. I have very much so in acting. Yeah. I'm quite like, you know, I need my things and the. Yeah. Duh, 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 but uh, I'm very critical with the music. Huh. How so, like, what do you mean? Acting, I feel like if you're honest, there could be no right or wrong. Okay. Music, sometimes I'm like, no, you're flat. Mm. You know what I mean? So you're hard like, on yourself. Very. Right. Very. Because it's it's almost like a science. I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, bring in the freedom. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, but but you know something I think a huge part of my creative process in general is get the math and the science done first. Yeah. And then we can go have recess. Sure. Right? Yeah. So whether I'm acting, whether I'm singing, get all the technicalities, the the dialect, the you know, the all the specifics, get in the body of the performance or the character or the yeah. role so you can then be free. Right, so so now you're thinking in terms of uh, you know how you feel about singing that you're you're shifting a little bit. I think I want to do a biopic uh, about a singer. Which one? There's a couple that's ruminating in my head. I think the story of Sister Rosetta Tharp is phenomenal. Oh my god! And no one talks the best. About, right, the best. Those who know know. Yeah, man. That big SG and guitar. And I uh, and it's so. Honky. I've never heard oh my God. a guitar even sound like no, that. No, she's And great. she had the first electric guitar. And she was standing in front of a, a choir with, you know, dressed as a choir with that, yeah. with that white Do you know that when the SG. Beatles came, mm. the whole British invasion mm-hmm. was the same time she went to there? London and invaded them? No kidding. Yeah, there's this epic moment where, like, at this point, her career was, like, pretty much done here. And there was a music producer that hit her up and was like, I, I, please, please come to London. And they literally had her do oh, a I've seen tour, footage of this. Right? Where she's yes. at the train station. Yes. So cool. And she was like, I'll do it here. Yeah. Wild. And yeah. She I, was on I the platform. I love watching her. I don't know anything about her. Man, the coolest. Yeah. I've, Has been, she technically invented the tour bus. Oh, really? Yeah. So I, I, I mean, like, Ella Fitzgerald, sure. 
That'd be awesome. As a musician, uh, for me, but I would have to master no Ella's voice. Right. I wouldn't even touch it. Yeah. Well, that Until would be, I mastered that sound. That'd be amazing. Yeah. But Ella's like, you know, I feel like Ella, amazing as it is, that's like the very commercial. Sure, like, people know about Ella. Yeah. But, and I had put Sister Rosetta like kind of on the back burner, like in the back of my mind of like, yeah, maybe. And then I saw Elvis and it got me hype. Sure. So that you, man does a good job with movie musicals. Baz? Yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. There's a lot going on. A lot of layers. Yeah. yeah it's all very uh, exciting. Yeah, so I think, like, a Sister Rose at a Tharp, like, character... Like that? ...could you, potentially, like, give a pack a punch. You wouldn't think it'd be a in, more interesting, you know, uh, straight-up biopic? Quiet, right? Right. I know. You know she was an amputee to end her life? No. Yeah, so there's a version in my mind where you... Because I worked when I did... Amputee? Uh, yeah, man. Later it was like diabetes life? or something like that. Sure. You know, because back then it was like, well, we got to cut your leg off. Yeah, of course. Still happens. Uh, yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I had worked, or I did Dolomite, and I had worked with the writers on that, and they're like the biopic gods. Yeah. Um, and they were like very few cradle, like they were saking how Ray was a phenomenon of a right. true cradle to grave, and how it was still extremely important, impactful, Interesting, held people's interest for that amount of time, but most biopics, you don't do cradle to grave. There's right. like different motifs. You, you can, can do, do like a chunk of time. Chunk of time, a moment like in time. Like you can do the trip to England. Exactly. Right. You can do like the interview style and right. flash. Like there's different ways you could do it, but the whole cradle to grave is rare. So she's one that I think is cool. Just, you know, people got to know. Yeah. Put people on. Sure. And then... You know some things where you're like, I'm scared of it, but I yeah, know I have to yeah. do it. I really want to do Leontine Price. I don't know if I know her. Man, she's like... I feel mm, bad. No, no, it's okay. I'm trying to think. She's the le like the legendary opera singer. Oh. Yeah, Leontine Price. From you the know 70s? Jess yeah, you know of Jesse Norman? Of course. So she came, like Jesse Norman, that's Jesse Norman's idol. Okay. Yeah. What's From the Mississippi, oh. like late 60s. Oh. And it's crazy because she was uh, around the time of the civil rights movement. Yeah. And I just love this idea of, it's sad, but I love this idea that this lady couldn't even, you know, go into a diner and sit at a counter. Sure. And have a slice of pie. And the next day, she would literally be on a plane flying to London. Yeah. To dine, not even perform dine with the queen of england that kind of stuff is crazy yeah and it happened a lot a lot a lot with jazz musicians and oh France, yeah you know and people that just for respect, sure just this backward shit country that we have sometimes yeah it's wild and this idea That's that a, those are two great ideas because nobody knows about them and they're they're virtuosos yeah and they should have uh the respect yeah, so I think that might be a way in which did did do it did playing Mahalia trigger this? Yeah, she was on my list. She was on my little. I have like this little list because it's not People. like in Rustin. It's not huge. You didn't get to sing enough. Oh, thank you. It, it, it uh, George C. Wolf had called me. I have like this little. It's almost like a diary. Like I have a little list of like these are the women. Yeah. That I want to play that are musicians. Yeah. Um. And it's like this little sheet of paper tucked away. So when he called me, I was like, it was like somebody read my diary. Right. I was like, what? 
Right. How do you know that? He's the guy too. Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. talked to him. He's he's something else. And when he said that they were going to recreate that scene, I was like, wow, 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 wow. That was spiritual. That was deep. I think if anything, it affirmed in me, this is scary to you. This is combining two things that you're growing to love. Finally. Yeah. Like right? lean in. It's yeah. scary. It's yeah. scary. So that you think that like whatever happens with this. This uh, train you're on now, right? Towards these award shows, that I imagine that coming out of them, you know, you'll have more choices. I hope so. And one of and one of them would be to pursue one of these ideas. I hope so. Yeah, it's an interesting time, you know, too, because um, I must be real with you. Being a woman of color, mm. it's a little different for us, even too, when we are in these positions of being nominated or even potentially winning. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's known some people you don't see for a while after. Like, think yes. when Holly Berry won. I know. I'm scared a little bit. Mm. You know, so the only thing I'm trying to do, and I thank my team for bearing with me, is that I'm just kind of like, let let me let us do the groundwork so that that doesn't end up being. And I don't I don't know why that happens. You mean self generating, like having ideas. Yes, yeah, taking the meetings, yeah. saying like, "Look, these are the ideas I have." Let's not assume right that, you're that because get, of these accolades, mm. people are going to necessarily be banging down our door. Right. So let's you're, you're see either self-generated or let's meet with these producers, directors, studios, and be proactive in it. Yeah. Because it it is a little different now. Who knows? It may not be the case. Yeah. But I at least want to be prepared. I I don't want. March 12th to come around yeah. and it's like well you're done those five <laughs> months happen yeah you know what I mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so um, but that's also my personality sure I, I'm, I'm, I'm a very proactive competitive you know if I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it to the well, best well I love of those ideas ability. I mean like it, when you when Thank you think you. when you think about doing either of those movies and what I love too about Leontine Price and, and actually with Sister uh, Rosetta Tharp as well international as well of course and that's huge right well, yeah i mean because you gotta keep then, your eye on stuff like that yeah and also there's that idea that like in, in instead of what you were talking about earlier about wrapping your brain around the full arc of a life you know you could just have the light you know just based around one trip mm-hmm. the experience here yeah and then the experience there and yeah. you know and then you know kind of backload all the life stuff into that yes exactly. but when you talk about like rosetta tharp i mean do you see yourself you know, meeting with writers and producers to try and put the movie together. Yeah, there's interest from some people uh, for Sister Rosetta Tharp in yeah. particular. For me, once I know that there's real interest, then that's when I'm like, great, then I got to go into the lab. I need to take these nails off. Yeah. I need to get that guitar going. Yeah. Cause hey, I, can you play? I used Because I had to in school. Yeah. Right? Right. So I had like... <laughs> High school level proficiency, you know they're like the. You'll get it though because it, it's, it's all about rhythm with her and 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 a couple of these licks that she liked to do. Yeah, and that you know there's a thing she was doing. Yeah. it's a blues thing. Yes, and 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 I I bet you know you could work it out. Yeah, yeah, you, know, you could fake it good enough. 
no, I don't want to fake it. Okay. That no, but that's like you know what I mean. Sure. Like yeah. even with this show, I don't want to fake it with yeah. the, that movie that I did with holdovers. Yeah. I don't like faking it, so that's what I'm saying. Like once uh, I knew there was something real, yeah, then I'd be like, great, y'all go figure that out. You know what you do? Here's what you do first: go get yourself a white Gibson SG. Go get the guitar. Yeah. Because you can get one of those. Yeah. They're around. I uh, Gary yeah. Clark Jr. He released a three pickup, but you could probably find one. That she just like she played, and yeah. just get a little amp and start fucking around. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, it's three chords, man. Yeah, and the then power it's just chords, style. right? Yeah, it's like you know one four five. Yeah. Oh man, no, I'm so excited. Yeah, so that that's. <laughs> yeah, well, I hope you do it. Thank you, and I hope you win an Oscar. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate. And I loved it. your performance in both those movies, in Rustin and thank uh, and you. Uh, the holdovers. I really appreciate. it. And it's great talking to you. Likewise. There you go. That was fun. Engaged. We talked discus. I've never talked discus. Uh, she's up for Best Supporting Actress at the Oscars. You can watch The Holdovers on Peacock. Dig it. Hey, here's something. This Sunday, it's the premiere of the 11th season of Last Week Tonight with John Oliver on HBO. If you haven't listened to my talk with John from last week, go check it out. It's a fun ride. For real. Good times. So are you out doing a road show with Seth Meyers? No. Well, oh. I, I, did, uh, I, w I went out for the first time in a long time during the strike. I, I got to go out because I had to pay the staff. Yeah. So I just ran. I, I just ran all over the place doing stand -up. gigs or yeah, stand up for the first time in a long time. Packed together. I try and do it at least once a year, but you know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's not enough. Yeah. Uh, so I, I got <laughs> so, to do it for months. She brought a variety show on the road. You had a <laughs> no, fiddler and uh, no, 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 oh, just me. Okay, just me. Uh, and then um, would you I, do a Q and A? No, stand up. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, oh boy, you, <laughs> God, you know how to hurt. I'm actually having to change the way I sit. That hurts so much. God. Damn it. That's a fucking precision strike. What do you do a Q&A? Because I agree with you. That's a... But the... I'm sorry, I too, I'm sorry. No, no, it's that really. That, <laughs> no, sorry, you, you got did, me. You got me. <laughs> you just said you no, got to do no, it more than a no, once a year. Hour, yeah, I, I, I ran, ran around clubs quickly. Okay, okay. I developed an all hour right. and a half of stand. Right. I promise. Yeah. There's no fucking Q and A. It's okay. all A. Okay. okay your yeah. cues are not involved <laughs> okay. here. Okay. Good. <laughs> and it's a valid question, and and it wounded to be asked it. <laughs> a Q and A, the cowards' entertainment. That's me and John Oliver on last week's WTF. And you can watch John on last week tonight, this Sunday on HBO. Guitar time. Another variation of a similar thing. Here we go. This is my voice. This is my voice through my guitar. This is, this is my style. These are the chords I enjoy.
Boomer lives. Monkey and the Fonda, cat angels everywhere.